Hi, folks. It's Rabbi Sharon Brous here. You are listening to Ikar's podcast, where you can hear our sermons from Shabbat and holidays, our guest speakers, our teachers, anything we think worth listening to that we can capture, you can hear right here. Thank you so much for being with us. I'm going to take a few a few minutes to offer some reflections this morning, a little earlier in the service than we than we usually do. Um, and then, and then we'll continue with this first part of our service and uh, and move make our way into uh, Sydney's uh, Torah service a little bit later this morning. Um, welcome, Shabbat Shalom. On New Year's Eve, I was with a few friends on Zoom, of course, and someone asked each of us to share our hopes for 2021. And my first thoughts in the in that moment were, people stop spreading and contracting COVID and dying. I hope we can finally see friends and family. I hope we feel safe going to the beach or the movies or the grocery store. I, I hope we stop experiencing hate speech and terrible attacks on so many, so many different groups. My, my way of thinking in that moment was so, so constrained. It was so constricted. And all, all I could think of as that question was first asked of me was a relief from the deep distress of the present. I was thinking about that as I read this week's Parsha, which we'll hear more about later, when Moshe, Moses, goes to the people with this incredible vision of their liberation. God says, tell the people, I am the Lord. I will free you from the labors of the Egyptians. I will deliver you from their bondage, redeem you with an outstretched arm and through extraordinary chastisements. I will take you to be my people. I will be your God. You shall know that I, the Lord, I, Adonai, am God who freed you from the labors of the Egyptians. I will bring you to the land, which I swore to give to Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. I will give it to you as a possession. I am Adonai. But the Torah tells us they didn't listen to him. Because of shortness of spirit or breath and hard labor, it was too difficult to hear because they were so beaten down and immersed in their suffering. When God next instructs Moses to go to Pharaoh and demand that the people let, be let go, Moshe questions, how successful is he going to be in this mission? After all, he says the Israelites themselves didn't listen. Why would Pharaoh? And in the next verse of Torah, we read that God spoke to Moshe and to Aaron, commanded them regarding the children of Israel and regarding Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, to take the children of Israel out of the land. Moses is being commanded to tell Pharaoh to let the Israelites go, but strangely also seems commanded to tell the Israelites to let the Israelites go. What is happening in this verse? We can see that the people themselves need to be brought along with the idea of their own freedom the unrelenting stress of their lives made it hard for them to hear the incredible vision, the stages of redemption that Moshe was offering. The message had to be simplified and narrowed for them. You will leave here, period. Now we are not in the same situation as the Israelites, of course, but we are living through difficult times. It is hard to breathe sometimes. Even before the pandemic, we have been feeling the stress and strain of the past four years in a way that takes a toll, one injustice at a time, one piece of legislation at a time, one hateful tweet. And we know that it's not just the past four years for so many in our country, for example, for black people who have had violence regularly and systemically inflicted on their bodies since slavery began and until today, 
For Jews who are aware of the ever-present undercurrent of anti-Semitism wherever we go, that can at any moment break through the surface and has been more and more and for so many others. Perhaps if we are able to recognize our kotzer ruach, the ways that these times are shortening our spirits, we can find a way, unlike the Israelites, beyond the limitations. Can we fully hear the messages of possibility on the horizon? Can we allow ourselves to hope I mean, really crack our hearts open and envision a different version of the future. Imagine not only that our fellow Americans and Angelinos, our neighbors, friends, and family will stop getting sick and God forbid dying, but that someday the health of every individual in our society, regardless of socioeconomic status, race, gender, sexuality, age, et cetera, is protected by our government, our healthcare institutions, and every one of us who might have an influence over the well-being of others. Not only that our trans siblings are protected by the most basic non-discrimination laws, but that across this land and beyond they are treated with the dignity and respect that is the right of every individual. Not only that this systemic racism is acknowledged and denounced and its perpetrators held accountable, but that through deep moral reckoning, we become a nation that recognizes and repents for our past. That to invoke some of the famous words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., whose life and legacy we marked this weekend, that the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. That my four little children, he wrote, and I would add all of our children, will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. That little black boys and black girls and black, brown, white, all, all girls, all boys will be able to join hands with one another, to paraphrase, of course, as sisters and brothers. Like many people, this speech, I Have a Dream, is one of the first ones I think of when I think of Dr. King. And even the title reminds us that this was a call not only to the alleviation of the suffering of Black, black people in our country, but also a challenge to all of us to imagine. And these were just some of so many examples of what it me would mean to dream together. This weekend, as we stand on the precipice of change, let us not inhabit the narrowness of Egypt, the limited vision of the enslaved Israelites. Let us dream together our most audacious dreams. Because what we know to be true is that our dreams can become realities if we are willing to work toward them together. Let us remember that it is necessary to be partners in our collective redemption Yes, there are forces outside of us that are actually moving us towards justice and good and health and possibility. But like the Israelites, we must also take the steps, do the work of getting there. I'll close with a few more words of Dr. King. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain and the crooked places will be made straight and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. Amen. Amen. Hey, everybody. Randy Sklar here. I'm an eCar member. And Jason Sklar here. I'm an eCar fan. Yeah, and we uh, love eCar so much. We love the message that eCar uh, delivers in their many podcasts, and we feel like most people feel there aren't a lot of podcasts in this world. I think there are only two or three. There's only a couple, so what we'd like you to do is donate to eCar. 
at ecar-la.org uh, so that they can do more podcasts and more cool things because Lord knows the world needs more podcasts. Yep.